0: On your path to success, both financially and in business and uh, beyond in life, you're going to have to be productive. I get asked all the time, what's the keys to being productive? Well, a great book on this is Managing Oneself by Peter Drucker, the great business guru. And uh, I, I highly recommend you read that book. It's 50, 60 pages, very short. And at the opening, he says, you know, what made... Michelangelo, Leonardo da Vinci, Mozart, Bach, what makes these people stand out from the masses of people who come and go and don't leave their mark on the world. And he says they knew how to manage themselves. So productivity is important. So what is the biggest key to productivity? I think there are several. And in this uh, talk, I want to talk specifically on what I call chores and progress. And I learned this from my first mentor, Joel Salatin, and we were on a farm, and he said, "You know, Ty, you got to divide your life up. You have to divide it up between maintenance, which on a farm you call chores, and progress, which in the modern business world I call creating cash flow. Right? So you got to make money, but at the same time you have to maintain what you have. So on a farm uh, back then, he had a beef and cattle farm, and I was from the city, and I came and I, I spent time, a couple years on that farm, and." Every morning you'd wake up, 4:35, 5: 30 in the morning, before dark, I mean, before uh, sun came up, it was still dark, and the first thing you would do was take care of basic chores. That was maintenance, That was keeping things alive, OK? I remember, my first chores were uh, 5,000 chickens that were out on pasture. Joel Salatin is one of the first guys to create the free-range chicken and and grass-fed beef model. So he had all the chickens out. So rain or shine, I'd wake up. I was staying in a little apprentice cottage. It'd be dark. I was in Virginia. Sometimes it'd be rainy. I'd wake up at 4.30 in the morning, 5 in the morning, get up, and there was thousands of chickens, and they were out in these little portable pens so they could eat grass. They didn't have any floors. They were just surrounded to keep predators out but you could I would pull them along and they were super heavy now Joel of course has figured out how to make them lighter but I was kind of in his prototype plan so I'd have you know about 60 chicken pens that each weighed oh they were like three four hundred pounds and I'd have to put a little dolly under them and drag them and move them along the grass and uh, then bring them feed and then bring them water and it took me about two two and a half hours every morning to do my chores. So I'd start at five and I'd generally finish somewhere between seven and eight. And then I was starving. I remember me and a, the other apprentice, his name was Geronimo. who's from Mexico. We used to cook three dozen eggs, 36 eggs each, uh, not each, in a bowl and split it in half. So I'd have 18 eggs for breakfast and oatmeal and a couple pieces of toast. We were hungry back then. Now point being, uh, and then, of course, after breakfast, we go out and actually do something new, whether it's build new fence or uh, process chickens or gather eggs or sell eggs. And he had a little place he, people would come to the farm and sell eggs. That is how your business, whether or not you're in a farm or in a high-tech modern world, that's how your business has to be designed. You got to get your maintenance done, your chores done first. Now, remember, when I say first, I don't mean you want to spend all morning, right? But you get them done early. You get those things that maintain, that keep you from losing money. Remember, you're going to have clients. You got to check your emails. The average person right now in the modern world is checking their email 40 times an hour. That's once every minute and a half, all day long. People are losing tremendous productivity by spreading their chores across the whole day. You don't want that. You want a definitive time. Knock it out. Pick your time. I recommend relatively early. I think for those of us uh, who no longer live on a farm and live in the city, the best thing to do is wake up and do your your physical chores for your body. So do your cardio, do some weights, do some of that. But once you start your work day, let's say after breakfast, I recommend uh, that you knock out your chores. Here's what I define as chores, and I like to do it. I keep a little uh, piece of paper pinned to my desk so I don't forget. Eventually it will become memory, but do this at the beginning. So your chores are checking your emails, checking your voicemail. Uh, I like to check my bank account, right? You got to keep score on how you're doing. I check my texts. I check my WhatsApp. I check my Skype. check my voicemails, all the forms of communication. And if there's anything urgent, I answer it and knock it out right there. Then what I do, and I recommend everybody follow this. I'm going to give you a real formula that I've developed. It really works. So you do that. That should take you approximately 30 minutes. Remember, you're not doing new emails. You're kind of maintaining. This is chores time. This is putting out any fires and so on. And so, forth. so you get that done. Check your bank account. I like to weigh myself physically. I measure my stomach, my waist, to make sure I'm not gaining weight. I do all those maintenance things. All right, then what do I do? Well, I like to include a little bit of reading in the maintenance. So while I'm eating breakfast, I like to pick up a book, a classic book, something that stood the test of time, something that's over 50 years old, and just read. Like uh, the great historian Will Durant said, we spend too much time on the last 24 hours and not enough time on the last 6,000 years. So I like to look back at history so I'm avoiding mistakes that people have made for thousands of years and living a better life. So I do that in my chore period, right, just reading, like I said, in the morning, I like to do some workout. If you could combine it all where you listen to audio, listen to some books while you're working out, that's great. Eat your breakfast while you're eating. Read a classic book. Then I get in there, check my emails, check my bank account, check my Twitter, check my voicemail, all those things, okay? Get those basics done. Now, what's next? Well, at the end of my chores, I compile And I keep a running task list. You can keep it real simple. It can be a Word document. It can be Evernote. It can be whatever you like to keep your task list. I just look at it. I cross off the things I did yesterday, reprioritize. Then what I recommend you do is go into, and we'll talk about this later, a brief business slash meditation. I don't mean that like in a spiritual kind of meditation. I literally mean I either go on a little walk, okay? But I don't bring my phone with me, no electronics, no audiobooks. I just spend about 15 minutes, okay, 15 minutes listening uh, to something. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. I, I spend 15 minutes just listening to my own brain, okay? I let my mind wander. I think deeply on different problems. I look at my task list. I bring my task list with, with me in a pen and paper. That's all I bring with me. Sometimes I like to do it. If it's raining outside, I have a little library. I just, I have that room, uh, my library, where purposely I've made it where there's no wireless internet reaches that room. There's no electronics. There's no TV. It's just a little chair, one chair surrounded by books. And I'll go in there, and I'll do a little 15 minutes of quote-unquote business meditation. Now, how long should all this take you? Well, what Joel Sauts had said is chores shouldn't take much more than two hours a day. Business chores. If you add working out, it might take a little longer, two or three hours. The rest of your day must be devoted to progress, which means creating and making cash flow. If you don't make a business with cash flow, you will be out of business. Some of you have heard my mentor tip that I have talked about. Cash is cash, right? People go, oh, time is money. No, only money is money. Only cash is cash. Can't pay your bills with a flurry of activity. Most entrepreneurs create tons of activity, checklists, and this, and they're doing that, but they're not creating cash flow. That's because they're not understanding what I'm telling you now. This simple lesson can make you a lot of money, bring you a lot of success. So again, I do those two hours, and I end my chores with that meditation time. It's not a spiritual meditation. I'm not breathing in or doing anything like that. I'm literally just letting my mind wander. I'm trying to think deeply, multiple steps deep, right? I'm like... Hmm, well, I need to call this person today. That's on my task list. But if I call them, what if they're not, you know, what if they're not interested? What if they're busy? What am I going to do next? What if it doesn't work out? I'm thinking deeply. It's like a chess game in my mind. Thinking, 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 thinking. That's what you must do during that. And it doesn't need to be long. 15 minutes is perfect. So it's a quick rock around the block with no electronics, ending your chore period, or it's sitting on a chair. I like to chair one sometimes, and I like to walk. Just whatever my mood is, you can switch it up, okay? Some of you I know, entrepreneurs don't get out and get fresh air. I'm a big believer in fresh air. Do not sit in an office. I don't even sit in an office. I convert in my gym, uh, my garage, into a gym slash office. So I, I open the doors and get fresh air, and I walk around my gym. Not a big believer in sitting much. I sit when I write. I sit on a bouncy ball. That bouncy ball, it's not so hard on your body. We're not evolved to sit. Doctors say even two hours of working out in the gym won't offset six hours or eight hours sitting. So I'm not a big believer in sitting. I have a headset. If I need to call people, I call. I get on the the phone and uh, I put my headset on and I walk around and call. But I make sure I knock out my chores. Remember, again, just to review what is in those chores, you need to be checking your bank account. Don't let that sneak up on you. Check in your emails. Don't miss emails. You know, you don't have to answer everyone, but check the urgent ones. You don't have to even reply to them all. If they're going to take a long time to reply to an email, then that goes on your task list to do during your progress time of the day. Okay. If you find yourself doing too many chores, Joel Salton said you will lose interest in your business. So if I start getting my chores taking me three, four, five, six hours a day, I know I maybe need to hire an assistant or cut things out of my life. I'm making my life too complicated. Sometimes it's best to say I don't do that anymore. It's not profitable enough I'm cutting it out to cut my chores down. The ratio should be like one to three. For every three hours of progress making cash flow, you're only doing one hour of chores. So in a day, an eight-hour day, let's say that's about two hours of chores and six hours of progress. OK? So once I finish that business meditation, I do my walk, or I sit in my chair. I look at my task list, I get that task list, and I circle one or two or three things I'm going to do that day. At least one thing to focus on that's going to make cash flow. You must, like Gary Keller says in the book, The One Thing, you must embrace chaos to be successful. Meaning you're going to have to let some things slip by the wayside. Don't go crazy on making sure every little chore thing is perfect in your business and neglect the core thing of business, which is you must create revenue must have cash. And the quicker that cash flow comes in, it needs to be daily cash flow. Weekly, At I don't even like weekly. I like every day. I don't like any business where I got to go even one day without cash flow. I like to see it. That way nothing sneaks up on you and the bills don't sneak up on you, right? Making money. But that takes the progress period of time. That's when you go out. You build new things. You do new marketing You make sales phone calls. You build sales campaigns. You optimize your sales funnel. Anything directly related to money, making it, that's the progress period. Remember, paying a bill is not making money, so that goes into chores. And if you can't finish it and it's a Monday, let it spill over to Tuesday. As long as you stay consistent, things won't sneak up on you, and it'll be okay to let it spill over into the next day. So let's say you got a bill to pay. Don't wait till the last minute. Let's say you stay a month ahead of time. So if it's Monday, let that spill over to Tuesday. Use a timer. Don't spend much more than two hours. Now, if you're going to include your reading in your chores, which I like to do, sometimes then it might get into three hours a day, right? Because it's not. You don't want to spend three hours answering emails. If you're doing that, something else is wrong in your business. So, again... What do I do then in my progress? Because I gave the recap and the summary of what I do in chores. We'll go over that one more time before we end this because I like to say this a few times to get into people's head. Okay, If I repeat myself, it's because I found that that works the best for people to really learn this. This isn't about hearing myself talk. This is about you getting a benefit. So I want to make sure that you get it. So progress. What does my progress look like? Well, I got my checklist and I'm very focused. What's one or two things that I'm going to do that day? One main thing that's going to be a domino effect to bring cash flow to the business. What do I need to do? Oftentimes, that's phone calls. One of my uh, first mentors, Mike Stainback, said, If you're afraid of that phone, you're going to be poor. You can't be afraid of the phone. You got to be able to get on the phone and make some calls. You, you don't just hide behind email, email is a very horrible way to make money. I only use email to document things. I hate email. I feel that people will be meaner, reject you more, get people on the phone, get them on Skype, get them on uh, uh headset, get them on, uh, get them on the line in person's even better. So during that six hours of progress, I'm out interacting with people interacting. If you're selling things, you must interact with people I'm interacting with my employees during that six hours, but I'm, I'm I'm careful not to be doing it in a chores maintenance. I do my chores maintenance if I need to meet with them in those first two or three hours, okay? And then I do my progress. Now, some people ask, well, I need to check my email more than once a day. You do. So what you could do is instead of doing all two or three hours of chores in the morning, you could do an hour and a half of them in the morning and an hour and a half of them towards the later part of the day. That way you could check your email. You don't really need to check email more than... And text and WhatsApp and all that more than twice, maybe three times a day if you're expecting something urgent. Don't become like the average American. Check their email 40 times an hour. It's literally costing the U.S. and global economy billions of dollars because people are looking down at their phone and texting and emails. I like to turn my phone off, uh, check it you know, once every hour or two, make sure there's nothing. But then if there's nothing urgent, I just move on. Keep focused on progress, progress, progress. You can't just maintain, and that's what so many people do, especially once they make a little money in business. Then they just focus on chores and maintenance. Continue to go out and make progress. Remember, the world has inflation. What does inflation mean? It means the value of a dollar is always going down, and it's interesting. If you look at the philosophy of money, people that are academics that study money, one of the things they say is if there wasn't inflation in the world, you wouldn't have to grow and invest you could just take your money and live off the interest. But the problem is the interest, the value of it, the interest of, let's say you made a million dollars, and let's say that spins off 50000 a year for a lifetime. Well, the problem is in 10 years, fifty grand's is not going to be worth very much. So because we have inflation, and inflation is probably not going to go away anytime soon, the value of a dollar is continually going down, the dollar of a pound, wherever you live, yen, wherever you are in the world, listen to this. The value of your money is always going down, so you must always be growing just to break even, just to tread water. So, that progress part, so many people in their productivity is completely out of whack. It's, you know, six hours doing maintenance stuff. It can't be that long. You can't, if you start finding yourself, you know, once in a while, there will be just a, a kind of a abnormal day where I just, you know, once every two weeks where I just spend the whole day on maintenance with some unexpected fire. That's unexpected. Maybe once a week at maximum. But then I try to make up for it the next day with more progress. Progress, progress, progress. Okay? Now, a few little PSs to this. In terms of reading, I like I like to think of reading in the same way of chores and progress. So like I said, during my chores, I read some old classic books, right, during breakfast, 10, 15 minutes. But during the day for progress, I will block out some time to read a new business book that's going to teach me a skill. I like to do that a little bit every day. That goes into progress, I read a book on, you know, better being better at marketing, better at copywriting, better at managing employees, better at, uh, you know, raising capital, best investing money, all those practical things. I like to do that reading later in the day during my progress period. The morning or whenever I do my chores, I like to read a maintenance book. Now, what do I mean by maintenance book? Well, when I'm reading a classic book, Like, I like to read Freud or Darwin. I have the Yale series or even a little Shakespeare. All this classic stuff. Why? I see it as a soap. The world is full of dumb ideas now. There's so many YouTube videos and things. If you're not careful, you'll kind of be dumb. So what I like to do is something very simple. In the morning, I see it kind of like soap, right? So by reading a classic book... Uh, I'm kind of cleaning my mind from all the dumb images that I may have read the last, I mean, or I may have inadvertently seen and listened to a Lady Gaga and, you know, whatever stupid TV I was watching. So, again, chores in the morning. What do those include? Just as a quick recap, those include checking your email, doing a little cardio, I, I, again, I like to even do that before breakfast. So let's, let me just say, you need this also for your body. So let's not, let me, let me start over and not talk about that. Cause that's a whole nother conversation. I don't want to get too confusing. I do my workout before breakfast. Okay. Most of it, I might do it something a little bit later. So then you eat breakfast while I'm eating breakfast. I begin chores. What do I do? I begin to read a classic book while I'm eating. That's part of chores. Then I check my emails, I check my text, I check my voicemail, I do all those basic things. Uh, I check my WhatsApp, I check my Skype, I check what my programmers did, I check up a little bit on my employees, any memos, just looking for urgency. Then, what's the next thing that I do? Well, I've done my reading. I've done that. I compile a little task list. It's the one I had the task list from the day before, so I'm like constantly compiling this and reordering and crossing off the things from the day before. So then I take that list and I end my chore period in the morning by just either going on a walk or sitting down in a chair and uh, and just. Thinking deeply, I call it business meditation. Doesn't need to be more than ten or fifteen minutes. I'm just thinking about what I need to do, and I like to think about this. This is counter to it. What could go wrong today? If I got to make this call today, what could be wrong about it? Because, like Charlie Munger, the billionaire says, "I've spent my whole life preparing for the worst, and it's made me happier and wealthier than if I try to be, you know, positive." That's what Munger said. So. You could still be a optimist and plan for the worst. That's what you do in that business meditation. You don't only need to think about that. I think of creative ideas. I just let my mind wander. But once my mind latches onto something, I kind of focus down. Okay. I also like to do that in the shower also. It's a great other time to do some business. I do a lot of business meditation in the shower. Water somehow is a catalyst. But I also like to do it in my chair. Or if it's nice out, I go for a little walk. No electronics with you, just a piece of paper and your brain. That's business meditation. Then I go out of that. I've gotten my reading in. I've got my my basics done. i put out any little fires. I've compiled my task list. I've thought about it. Boom. Day starts. Cash flow. Progress time. What's going to be the one thing I need to accomplish today that's going to create growth? World's inflationary. I must always create growth. I must always move forward. I must always do new things and grow my business. This will keep you happy and excited about life. Don't let that ratio, like Joe Salatin said, don't end up six, eight hours doing chores and one or two hours focused on cash flow. It will destroy your business. Occasionally it will happen, but it cannot be a consistent habit. All right, so the question I have for you is looking back over the last six, 12 months, two years, five years, what ratio have you maintained between chores and progress? Some of you okay have been doing too much chores, and some of you haven't been doing enough chores. I worked with one lady. She never checked her email, never checked her bank account, never paid her bills on time. She was always on the new business stuff. Guess what? You'll go broke that way too. You got to have a balance. So answer here in the question below, and let's get some comments going. What has your ratio been over the last six months, 12 months, 18 months, 24 months? What's your habit, and what do you need to fix about it? And how are you going to do it? Go ahead. Leave a nice comment that will close out this lesson. And that will be something for you to look back on over time. Okay? Thank you. I hope this has been helpful. I know it has helped me. And I learned it from somebody uh, very wise. And I believe it will be very helpful for you in your life in all areas. Health, wealth, love, and your overall happiness. So uh, let me know. I'm excited to hear your comment. And uh, talk to you soon.